Hey everyone, this is Renee. Your Scorpio season horoscopes will start in just a few minutes, but I wanted to let you know first about some new offerings I have. The Embodied Astrology Year Ahead reports are deep dives into the main themes for each sign in the year ahead, with suggestions for working through embodied awareness and simple daily practices that will help support you in meeting present and upcoming opportunities and challenges. If you pre-order your 2022 Year Ahead report, you'll receive a $25 discount through the end of November. There are still a few months left in 2021, and as you know, a changing calendar year doesn't necessarily mean much more than that. Many of the themes I talk about in your 2021 reports will continue to be helpful and informative even as the year ends. Those reports are now discounted by 50%. You can find them all at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online Embodied Astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. This offering includes the recording of a live intensive I taught in July, as well as an additional eight hours of recorded somatic and creative visualization practices that will help you explore and embody the archetypes of the zodiac signs and planets. Your purchase of the class also grants you access to an exclusive online meeting space and forum where you can ask questions, share answers, and continue to explore embodied astrology in community and with me. Your chart as a body will be available by the end of November. Pre-order now with the early bird discount and get $100 off through the end of Scorpio season. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Taurus, welcome to Embodied Astrology. You are listening to your horoscope for Scorpio season, October 22nd through November 21st, 2021. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer, and I'm going to offer a reading that is an intuitive reading for the month ahead or series span of time um, of Scorpio season, these 30 days. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your intuition. Astrology is an archetypal and symbolic language. Make the meaning that's meaningful for you from the words that I'm offering. Please feel free to take what works and leave the rest. I always recommend that people tune in with horoscopes for their sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section, where you can also find written transcripts of these recordings if you'd prefer to read rather than listen. All right, friend, so Scorpio season begins after Libra season ends, and Libra season brought some pretty important turning points. There were several planets stationing direct in Libra season, and this means that 
projects and plans that have been maybe on hold or in some kind of research or review space for you since March, April, for some of you even as early as February of this year are now ready to move forwards. There may be also some themes around your life direction and how you are moving into the spaces and places and parts of your being that you want to be. I'm getting a theme of adulting right now, like how are you dealing with your life and the responsibilities of your life? In what ways are you attending to the needs of your life, to the function uh, or functionality of your life? There's a theme here around work or career and life path, and there's also a theme around the everyday labor and practices that are required in order for you to reach your goals. And it feels like Libra season has been a time when you have been in some kind of state of trying to figure out how to implement new patterns, new ways of being. And over the last couple of weeks with Mercury's retrograde, it feels to me like you're sorting some things out. You might be um, trying to get your space together, trying to get your thoughts together. Some of you are trying to get your inner landscape together. Um, you need to be balanced. Taurus is such a sensory, earthy, bodily energy. And when you are imbalanced, you're not functional. And what I mean by balance is mind, body, heart, spirit, and work-life balance. You need consistency and consistent application of your energy towards whatever your goals are. You also need time to rest. You need mind-body practices that help you stay balanced in your body and your mind if you are going to be consistent for the tasks that you are trying to accomplish or for whatever these goals are that I think you're working towards. So it feels like you have been trying some new things out and in some kind of space of trying to find balance and rhythm um, in your day-to-day, -day, in your health, uh, and in your kind of sense of more holistic well-being or, or functionality. As we get into Scorpio season, there is a shift in your energy and this shift is moving you into more relational realms. You're still needing to take care of yourself. You're still needing to balance your efforts. It feels like the ways that you stay in balance are, it, it's important for you to be looking at relationships and where relationships either help you be more steady, more well in your mind and body, or where relationships or ways of relating are knocking you off center in some way. Entering into Scorpio season, the first week or so from the 22nd through the 28th, there is a need and an instinct, I think, to have big conversations. Uh, it feels like you are ready and willing to get into the underground, the underneath of some things. It feels like you're exploring new ideas. And it also feels to me like you are thinking about freedom. You're thinking about 
possibility and what it could feel like to live the life that you want. There is a, a particular emphasis on relationships, on pleasure, and on resources and sustenance in these themes. And so some of you might be thinking about how to encourage the growth of certain relationships into places that feel uh, generally supportive for what you want to grow into. It feels like you're thinking about the future. Themes of liberation and freedom and autonomy feel strong and they feel present. Um, some of you might also be thinking about resources and security and how you get your needs met, whether those needs are financial or material or emotional, but how can you resource yourself so that you can move into the future that you're imagining for yourself? This week or several days um, has a lot of potential to open up new conversational space if you're open-minded, if you're curious, if you're flexible, if you're willing to listen. If you find yourself getting opinionated or, or feeling like a strong sense of conviction uh, in one way or another, especially if it has to do with other people and your ideas about how other people should be <laughs> or your ideas about what you... Um, expect from them or something like that, that's a place to uh, disrupt a little bit. This isn't a time to be controlling. And if you try to be controlling with other people right now, it won't work out for you. It will result in really significantly missed communications and missed opportunities. If you are open-minded, exploratory, and expansive in how you're engaging with these conversations, you'll have good outcomes. As we get into the end of November, uh, excuse me, end of October, October 30th through November 5th, there is a very remarkable kind of decision-making vibe that's entering into the air. Things feel like they are reaching points of completion. There is clarity and coherence in certain matters. We're tying up loose ends. We're wrapping things up. Uh, we're moving on from certain conversations. For you, think about the span of time that has passed since the equinox in September. So September 20th or so. At that time, you may have been, again, implementing new ways of working. You may have been working with some kind of mind-body balance. There may have been new practices that you were bringing in to support yourself in some way. There will be several of you that entered into some kind of new relationship with your job or your career or some kind of application of your labor, and you've been feeling it out in this new chapter. As we get into early November, it feels like you are making some decisions and you're needing to integrate around certain things, you're needing to clarify in certain ways, and then it feels like you're starting to move forward with a, a different kind of energy that, again, is taking you more into the relational realm. This becomes very apparent by the new moon on November 4th. This is a new moon that is marking a significant new beginning in the realm of relationships for you. Taurus, it is time to let go of 
old patterns in relationship that are keeping you stuck. If there are attachments that are very clearly keeping you, you know, attached to old people uh, that are you know you don't want to move forward with um, past histories of disappointment or trauma, attachment to narratives about certain relationships, attachment to present relationships that limits their growth and limits them from moving forward because you're fearful of changing or you're fearful of other people changing. Now is the time to confront that. This is a new moon that really asks you to steady yourself in uh, your own growth and consider your long-term trajectory. Where do you want to go in the future? for your life, in all aspects of your life. What kind of life are you leading? Depending on how old you are, you may have more or time, more or less time left. But if you're listening to this horoscope, you've got a couple minutes at least. How do you want to fill this space? How do you want to fill this time? It feels to me like you are really wanting to live into some new frameworks, into some new ideas about what life could be about. And there's something very significant in, within these frameworks and ideas that has to do with relating with people and with the baseline assumptions and expectations that you bring into relationships what are your habits? What are your unspoken agreements that get set up probably in the first couple minutes of meeting a person? You want to up-level. You want to bring in new consciousness and new awareness and enter relationships that are forming or embody relationships that are present in new ways. This is a new moon that is asking you to move through blockages and stuckness, especially blockages and stuckness that are related to fear and fear of change. There is a potential that some of your relationships might be ending or they might be moving into some new phases. And so it might feel like things are unstable or it might feel like things are ending. Uh, though there is definitely a potential that you're in moments of profound transformation with significant other people. And some of you will be ending relationships or you've recently ended relationships or it's coming up soon for you. My advice is to grieve and to allow yourself to mourn and to feel feelings. And if you're angry, to let yourself be angry, but really to take responsibility for your own feelings and to let this, uh, let this transition and this transformation bring you into a space of reflection where you get insight into yourself. How did you co-create? these situations, um, if the loss or if the endings feel jarring, if they feel traumatic, if you feel any resentment, if there are harsh feelings, um, what was, what was your participation in them? We don't know about the other people. Nobody knows about anybody else other than themselves. Um, but this is a really 
opportune growing moment for you and learning moment for you, if you can look at what you do and how you are and what you think and what you expect that makes space for relational dynamics that you don't want to continue. And if you can make some clear observations for yourself, especially around what it feels like, like what those patterns feel like for you. Um, So many of us have a lot of trauma in relationships and there may be actually physical symptoms that you are embodying these habits that you don't want to continue. Like you might feel disassociated, you might feel anxiety, you might have insecurity that arises. When you're in certain mental, emotional, and physical states, and you recognize that those states correspond with certain ways of being that you don't want to perpetuate, then you can start to be on the lookout for those physical symptoms. And the body is often much more immediate than the mind. Sometimes it takes years or decades for our brains to catch up with our bodies. Um, And so I want to give kind of an extra emphasis to tune in with patterns of disassociation and disembodiment and patterns of tension in your body when they manifest in relationships. Particularly pay attention to um, patterns that take you up and into your head and out of the seat of your power, your low belly, your pelvic floor, the base of your spine. When you're relaxed and comfortable with people, you're probably a lot more embodied than when you're anxious or nervous. And anxiety and nervousness can go hand in hand with excitement. So you might need to be discerning and inquisitive around, especially if there are new relationships, um, you know, what is excitement and what is a warning sign from your body. But my sense is, is that you want to start embodying new ways of being in your relationships. And what you are wanting to embody is uh, more internal steadiness, clarity of your deeper motivations and desires, um, disinterest in power plays or uh, like dramatic emotional entanglements. I feel you wanting more simplicity, more ease, and more authenticity in your being in general and especially in relationships. So if you can embody those states, and again, I think relaxing your belly, feeling the base of your spine, um, feeling your legs, your feet on the ground, etc. Like those are practices, deep breaths that can just help you come back to groundedness in the moment. Try not to get worked up (laughs) or out of your body. This new moon has a lingering kind of residue and there is a remarkable kind of atmospheric shift that the new moon brings in and the several days after the new moon conversations I think are intense and deep and it feels like there is a need to go deep. When it comes to 
the ways that you're orienting towards relationships, again, you want to be honest. You want to get to the point. You don't want to engage with manipulation. You do not want to be engaged with deceit. If there are things that you need to say, you need to say them. If there are things that others need to say, can you be uh, hospitable and receptive to the information? It looks to me like you're having important conversations in relationships as well as important uh, thought processes about how you are relating from the new moon until the end of November. During this period of time, it also feels like you are developing a new framework for relationships. It's like you have some kind of philosophy that you want to live into about the, the, you know, the meaning of love or the meaning of relationship or something like that. And you're trying to hold the big picture for yourself. And it feels to me like you're moving in the direction of really trying to integrate and embody this, these guiding principles. You know, if you hear yourself talking about, oh, relationships should be like this or could be like that. It's like, now you want to embody these principles. Um, a lot of us can, might talk about how like true love is liberation, you know, and what does it mean to really love and accept another person? Maybe it means to free them and to free ourselves from control or trying to manipulate or mutate um, people's energy or things like that. Now, really easy to talk about that kind of stuff, really hard to embody it because attachments, you know, and it's, it's what is freedom as a practice, right? It's not something that you just do. It's something that you practice for your whole life. And it feels like you're really wanting to embody certain practices around relationality. And in these practices, you're also really wanting to embody um, your values. I'm feeling self-worth. I'm feeling self-love and, and self-value. There's so much kind of philosophical guidance there that before we can love another, it's like we have to love ourselves and loving ourselves and loving others go hand in hand. They work with each other. One supports the other kind of thing. Um, so I, I feel you kind of trying to live into some new ideals. And I want to say, be patient with yourself. You're going to go back and forth a little bit. You might question your ideas. You might question your philosophies or your direction. Um, you want to give yourself space to explore new ways of being, but not to get attached to those new ways of being or think they're going to last forever. You're in some kind of review period until at least early March of next year. And for some of you, this is also a period of time when you are working out other issues pertaining to um, your body, to self-care, to the ways that you um, go after what you want and, and receive what you're asking for. And for some folks, there may be some uh, particular thinking that you're doing around money and resources or sustaining yourself and ideas around how you want to work with, um, with resources. All right, getting into the last chunk of Scorpio season from the 10th through the 21st of November, the atmosphere continues to intensify. So that new moon brings in some pretty intense energy. And then especially starting 
from the 10th, the 9th or the 10th, um, things get heated. And I want to say, first of all, be careful out there. People are triggered. There is erratic, volatile, and violent energy in the air. That's nothing new. Um, it's been hundreds of years, thousands of years, you know, like, I don't know, people are cruel. And also the last few years of the pandemic have been certainly increasing uh, emergency in the atmosphere and people are more and more desperate and reactive. So please take care of yourself and take care of the people around you. This is a really important period of time. I would say all of November, really important period of time to be working with the tools and the resources that help you stay sane. Take your herbs and supplements, breathe deep breaths, work with meditation, work with uh, other kinds of practices that help mind-body alignment. Calm yourself. If you feel yourself getting heated and reactive, try and move the energy out of your face and your head and your eyes and relax your spine and relax your belly and let your shoulders move away from your ears. Um, if there are instincts that you're feeling that are reactionary, uh, kind of like primal impulses, <laughs> feel like they're getting stirred up at this time, be mindful of them. Like if you feel really urgent and compelled into action or triggered by another person, that is probably a cue for you to walk away for at least 30 minutes or something. Like chill. If other people are getting triggered and reactive, chill. Like put a pause, you know, take a time out and encourage yourself and encourage the people around you to be sane and steady as much as you possibly can. Um, now, it feels like these uh, these days, especially around the 9th and the 10th, um, for you, definitely bring an increase of intensity into the realm of relationships. You may need to have some hard conversations around this time. There may be decisive conversations around needs and wants and directions that people need to go or want to go or something like that. I'm just going to reiterate it again. If you're feeling reactive and triggered, ask for a timeout. Go breathe, get into your body, and then re-enter the conversation. If you don't feel like you can maintain objectivity of the situation, if you feel like, you know, when we go into a fear response, it's like we go into a place where it's like we're fighting, and then there's a strong sense of I-ness, and it's like, well, I need this. You know, and it could feel like we're getting attacked. If that's the feeling that you have, or if you notice that other people that you're engaged with are starting to exhibit those symptoms, you need a break. You do not need to stay up all night and not go to bed angry or whatever. Just go to bed, sleep on it. You know, let let things take time if they need to. You'll be happy that you did. Um, moving into the kind of following several days through the 21st, there's just a lot of collective energy that feels very thick in the atmosphere. And again, it's like people are going through a lot. 
Now, I do want to say that there is a really profound possibility during these days for breakthrough and for um, really important conversations to happen that do give more freedom, that do allow you to uh, feel yourself more fully and be yourself more fully. And I feel like if you want to make changes in relationships, this is the time to do it and really prioritize your um, full sense of bodily and embodied power, which is a huge amount of responsibility. Um, you don't want to put yourself in, in prison for another person, right? Like you don't want to say yes to agreements that feel stifling to you or where you feel gripped and fearful and you're stifling another person. It's like you want you want things that feel sustainable and that feel reasonable and that also feel liberating, that also feel freeing. Um, there could be a lot of anxiety within your relationships. There could also be a lot of excitement. So keep coming back to your body, keep feeling it out and try and again, just really um, use your self-care practices, you know, use them and let them help you through this time. There's a full moon and partial lunar eclipse on November 19th in your sign. This is the first of several eclipses that will occur over the course of the next year and a half or so until October of 2023 in the seasons of Scorpio and Taurus. So this is a full moon eclipse in Taurus. The eclipse occurs at 27 degrees of Taurus. If you work with degree points in your natal chart, you might check your sun or your rising or other planet degrees. This is the beginning of a period of time when you are going to be experiencing more and more opportunities for freedom in yourself, for authenticity, for liberation, for deeper embodiment, for deeper pleasure. It feels like you are coming into yourself. You're understanding yourself more deeply in the context of your relationships and in the context of your work or your path or what it is that you are trying to manifest in your life projects. So a lot of uh, new and exciting energy, I think, coming in for you at this time. And new and exciting energy can often come in with destabilization and loss. So my uh, last piece of advice is the same piece of advice I've been giving so far. Get into your body, move out energy that is clogging you. You might want to dance or engage in some kind of catharsis. Um, try not to get stuck in fear spaces and engage whatever resources are helpful for you to really dream into envision the future for yourself what are you trying to live into if you have found benefit in this horoscope or in my work in general please support it the number one way to do that is to share it with your friends and networks also you can subscribe rate and review leave great reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Your financial donations really help. If you can, please make a one-time financial donation or consider becoming a monthly donor. If you sign up for recurring donations, you'll get access to my extended content, including month-ahead calendars and twice a month virtual meetups where I offer somatic practices and creative experiential explorations of astrology and tools to work with your own chart. You can find more information on my subscription at embodiedastrology.com. 
Also on my website, you can find my year ahead reports. Those are hour and a half long readings special for your sign. This year is coming to a close and the readings are discounted now by 50%. So check them out if you wanna get a good review of the year so far and settle into some of the big themes that are also going to be continuing in 2022. I post regular astro updates and musings on Instagram. You can follow me at Embodied Astrology. And I am wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Bye for now.